Good day for the reopened trade. Airlines, cruise lines, hotels all rocking. Let's dive into an ETF that's got a bunch of them in there and then talk some real estate too. Kevin Kelly joins us. Once again, Kev, we're watching the reopened trade. Uh, HOTL popped into my mind today, a fund you launched earlier this year, up about 6%. Pure hotel and hospitality, is that right? Yeah, that's right. So you've got everything from Airbnb to Marriott, including also the owners of the hotel real estate like Vici, V-I-C-I, right? They actually just bought the Venetian and the convention center there, and they entered into like a... 45 year lease and they get about 5% with great rent bumps. So it incorporates the real estate owners. It incorporates the real estate operators as well as uh, the platform lodging services like an Airbnb. So Kevin, uh, we've heard that uh, Airbnb is being used as a way to uh, uh, create donations and financial support for people in Ukraine. That was a pretty interesting story. We also heard from Uber that uh, they see a big travel booking season coming up. Do you think that we are in store for another big uh, like recovery wave? Yeah, yeah I mean, we're, we, we literally have gone from pandemic to endemic and we saw that the Omicron variant didn't slow anybody down in the beginning of the year. Uh, everyone just kind of brushed it off when you look at the travel stats and Marriott's CEO said himself, we are gonna have an all time record summer for travel. And we, we think everyone should focus, if you're looking to invest in the reopening trade or travel and tourism, Focus on uh, the HOTL strategy because, you know, when you get input costs like oil, you know, hitting airlines or you get cruise lines get shut down or what have you, this is a great beneficiary of the reopening trade because people will just get in their car if airplanes are too expensive. <laughs> and so they'll, they'll actually drive to destinations. And what's really important to note is that if you look at Airbnb's past earnings, uh, they told you everything you needed to know that people are booking for longer stays and their fastest growing se segment is is uh stays of 28 days or more so they're actually benefiting from the remote work people want to work uh remotely now and so that's a big benefit they're not even really focused on salaries because they have to get paid more so one of the benefits they want is is that remote work so that's 22 percent of airbnb's gross uh bookings. so that's pretty fascinating mm. And then you actually saw that read through in the other earnings like Marriott, where they are almost uh, back to pre-pandemic levels. I mean, you you had revenue per average room up 125%. Wow. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. So, so this is a great, great place to be in an inflationary environment. Why? Because the rents reset higher every night and they just pass that on. So if you're looking for refuge, in an inflationary environment, I mean, this this is a strategy to absolutely zone in on. Kevin, uh, on the real estate side, you have a fund, RESI, that's been doing pretty well here over the last couple of weeks, particularly outperforming in this latest uh, leg down in the broad market in the last month. Uh, what's going on here? What particularly is working? It's trading at the highest level today since Jan 20th. What's going on? Yeah, two things, demand and demographics. I mean, you have unbelievable demand uh, where there aren't any really rentals uh, in the housing market. So people can't even buy homes, they can't find places to rent. And so it's being passed through in the form of higher rents. And we saw rents last year were up 10%, the uh, you know uh, overall in the United States, uh, not in specific markets, but then overall they're supposed to be up 5%. We've had a strong, 
uh, leasing season in the winter and it's expected to be strong in the spring as well. And so we're gonna see we're gonna see rent bumps. We're gonna see a lot of these companies come out. I mean, they really kind of under under promise so they can over deliver later in the year. And the best part about this is the duration is is one year and they just keep taking up rents. So uh, one of the biggest beneficiaries of this space, is what's called single family rentals. And so if you look at a, look at a company like Invitation Homes, which is a top holding for us, they actually just uh, reported a partnership yesterday where they're actually gonna do luxury single family rentals for hot markets like Nashville, where you can't, where a lot of companies are relocating. There's no homes. You can't buy home, you can't rent a home, you can't do anything. So they're gonna do custom builds and get premium rents because companies are relocating out of the major metropolitan areas people need places to live when they're being relocated i mean it's it's demand and demographics so we had underbuilding for 10 years since the last great financial crisis so there's no inventory out there and so you know look at the yields on these companies i mean if you're looking for a place where that has low correlation to equities and bonds this is a spot to take a look at so it's kind of the alternative a uh, little bit uh, where you get some of the same functionality of income the, you know, the case has always been, you've heard that for a while, that uh, that's an important function of real estate companies, but we haven't really been able to test it so much. So the fact that they're doing pretty well here and outperforming compared to the rest of the market. Uh, Kevin, uh, just thinking about commercial real estate uh, as a whole, I know that um, this is residential focus and that's an important distinction. Is there any hope for the other side on the commercial side? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, one of the things we're seeing is that office has been completely obliterated um, and we're not seeing strong guidance uh, from the management teams going forward. So you have a lot of pockets that are dislocated and there's gonna be other beneficiaries of that. That's why not all real estate's created equal and you don't wanna be in broad-based real estate because of that very nature, right? Um, we've even seen data centers uh, come down and get hit hard recently because the cap rates came down and people were chasing deals and now with rates going up it could impact that because their longer term leases are like 10 years or longer so you know it's like a bond it's that inverse trade so we've seen uh industrial hold up meanwhile data centers have gone down except some of the data centers have been taken private right so you had Corsite realty be taken private um, you, ha you had Cyrus One be taken private, you had QTS. So there's now limited uh, public options. And that's because people are investing for the long term, especially in a low interest rate environment where mm. we don't think, you know, yields, I mean, 10 year treasury, where can we actually go, um, you know, on, on those rates before it really impacts the economy and the Fed's gonna find out real soon. Okay, and um, it's gonna be fireworks. Safe to say, it is. it's going to be. Yeah, listen, the coronavirus hangover, as you hey. talked about. I mean, it's it's good. It's going to play like out. That. It's a great read for those that haven't seen it, and I think you've you've hit the nail on the head, right? Appreciate that, Mr. Kelly, citing the TD Market Minute, of course, uh, available online right here. Okay, thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, making the case for the residential real estate trade looking pretty good right now compared to a lot else.